Welcome to the Mentors by Design podcast. In this show, Fine Design CEO Victor Kostrup brings ideas and inspiration through thought-provoking conversations with entrepreneurs and experts. Whether you're just getting started on your journey or are a seasoned business owner, this show is designed to give you insight into what it takes to succeed. Here's your host, Victor Kostrup. Hello and welcome to Mentors by Design episode. My name is Victor Kostrup, and I am thrilled to your host to be your host for this podcast series. I love this episode since it's about my favorite subject, which is mentorship. I like to see people succeed, reaching their dreams, and therefore unleashing their potential on the way to their goal. So as my guest today, Carolyn Woko, Executive Director of Advancing Youth Voice Initiative, which was established not too long ago, 2021, to empower young people to lead. Carolyn, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. So it's a pleasure for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So my understanding, not only you wish to see people succeed, but your mission, as I read, it involves collaborating with emerging founders to solve complex problems and match new products with the right audience, right? Right. So how did you come up with this idea and why? Thank you, Julian. Victor, in 2020, my life took a different turn. I was invited to a conference in Philadelphia. I left, I'm a Nigerian by the way, and I left Nigeria, Lagos for Philadelphia. And the next day I saw in the news media that the whole borders have been shut down right. due to a viral disease that we don't do anything about. Right. And I was shocked. I was, what's going on? Face masks. No planes flying in. Is there a war going on? I'm trapped in the yes. United States. Oh, my God. I have no family. I have limited funds and no one to turn to. So how am I going to leave this country? So that was my worry. And while I was still trying to figure things out, I woke up one morning a week later and found that I couldn't move my limbs. Wow. I was wondering, am I paralyzed? What's going on? I just couldn't move out of bed. I tried to, I couldn't. And you never had those symptoms before? No. Mm -hmm. No. What I had, Victor, was I used to have this internal inner groin pain that has been going on for a year. And I have been taking cocktails of painkillers. It was Mm. excruciating. But coming from Africa where we don't have medical expertise, I was like, okay, take those painkillers. Maybe it's going to go away. Right. Simply avoiding the problem. Yes. So that was what I was going through. And then I couldn't just stand up from bed. That was a huge problem. COVID. I can't imagine. I just can't imagine that. I just couldn't stand up, Victor. So I had to call 911. And on getting to the hospital, thank goodness it was the United States, on getting to the hospital, I was diagnosed to have impeachment of a hip. My two femoral bones 
had shifted and locked the pelvis. And that requires me to have a surgery, a hip replacement surgery on both femurs. Wow, that's tough. And yeah, and because I wasn't an American citizen, I had to, I must pay out of pocket. And each of them was $36,000 each. Wow. Where am I going to get this money? So that was my story. And so along the journey, of course, I didn't have $72,000 to pay. I didn't have insurance, but I had this faith, Victor. I had a strong faith in the U.S. system. And I said to myself, if I am in a country that spends trillions of dollars helping other developing countries, there's going to be a way because my case was genuine. There's going to be a way. And uh, a month, two months later, the door opened. I was able, I met someone who was different political view, far-wing Republican, a Trump follower. So you can see life. life Even there is nice way. people there too. <laughs> yeah, they're nice people. You know, my people that I met in, people that Nigeria recommended some of my people that were in the United States. And they said, no, you got to be careful. We're Democrats here, blah, blah, blah. But I met this person because I went ahead resisted. I got 35 refusals that I can't get medical help. I called the agent. The state of Michigan was open in December for state insurance. And every call that I made said, no, we can't give you help because you don't have a social security number. And then an inner voice told me, change your approach. So I, the 35th person, I picked the phone and I said to him, what are we going to do? We are in an uncertain time in COVID. All the borders have been shut down. So does it mean that the people that come into this country, they die? They stop. Is that what's going to yeah. happen to them? And he said, honey, from the other end, is something going on? Who is this person? And I said, my mother. He said, okay, tomorrow is the last day of the open house. Bring her in. Let's wow. see what we can do for her. And I went in and I saw this, you know, a gentleman in his 70s. And he said to me, where's your mother? And I said, well, <laughs> it's not my mother. It is me. <laughs> wow. That is such an interesting <laughs> story. <laughs> you I definitely changed your approach. <laughs> right. That's yeah. right. And I said, it's me. And he said, okay, kiddo, let's go and walk. And he helped me eventually, spoke to people he knew, and got me Michigan State Insurance. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. So I had my two surgeries. And I had the first one in 2021. And I had the second one in 2022, just last year. And so in that whole process... I was shown love. In that whole process, I was shown compassion. And I said, God, if you get me out of this, I'm going to serve people. I'm going to be service-oriented. I'm going to help people to achieve, you know, to be the best version of themselves. And having worked in Nigeria, in corporate, in a public sector, I have experience on leadership. So when leadership, when experience meets creativity, and right. innovation things begin to happen. So how am I going to use the expertise that I have and impart it to the next generations, the millennials, the Generation Z? And that was how we birthed Advancing Youth Voice Initiative to help young people to meaningfully participate in community service, in nation building, and in leadership. 
Wow, that is truly, truly amazing story. And everything, what it says, it's happened for the reason. It's happened for the reason is you came on right time, which everybody would think, no, this is the worst possible time to come during COVID. And yet God used that for the best. And definitely you have a very compassionate heart. And maybe if you were not on this other side, being a person of need, whereas like you left and it's only your persistence in this case, help you to go and get help. But if that wasn't that inner voice that you heard and simply got rejection, another rejection, and if you were just following your emotions and closed on that and just get all defensive on being like, wow, nobody's like me and nobody wants to help me. And yet you pursue and you change your approach. That is truly amazing. I do believe that you can help a lot of people. When you speak of your background, and I see you do have the experience work with them on the leadership field. What exactly, what exactly do you have in mind? Like, is this is the people who are in need, or this is the people who are you helping them to open their potential, to build a career? What is exactly you trying to achieve? Okay, Victor, thank you for that question. I am trying to help a new generation of young people to become leaders. I have served in the public sector for 23 years, and I have gone through the ranks to the top level. So I understand what it means to inspire and elicit extraordinary performance from very ordinary people. I know what it means as a leader in the sphere of public service. I know what it means to help people, ordinary people, common people to do uncommon things. And so I have been trained on team building. I have been trained on conflict management. I have been trained delegation, personal development. I have been trained on various fairs of change, transformational leadership. And so I want to impart the younger generation, those millennials and Generation Z, those born from 1980 till 2000. This is our future. Right. We need to change the world. And this future, this target audience, they are busy pursuing education. They are busy pursuing learning, all kinds of learning, but they are not into service. They are not into community service, volunteering, governance. But meanwhile, Victor, mm -hmm. they are the highest critic of government. So people are the highest critic of government. So what I want to do, what we are doing here is to use our experience to teach young people through our online training programs internally, through our social media to engage them properly, to give them the confidence that they need to participate in leadership. 
I see. I see. It makes perfect sense because you're right. I personally, I'm also advisory board in one of the prestigious college here in the United States in Seattle and also one of the universities as well. And the reason I hold this responsibility, because I do see a lot of people, just like you mentioned, they get education, but still a lot of them, they have no clue how to be effective on the public surface is like where they could use their talents and uh, to it's so many talented people, but because of the lot of uncertainties, they don't know where to go and where is their calling. So I've been trying to help those students as well in this field, because regardless of the fact that they get in education, they still need to have the mentorship and help for people like you to help them with so many questions, so many problems that they are dealing on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, Victor. And one thing, Victor, what happens is that you see in the B to get education, the educational system is focusing on IQs, you know, intelligence quotient. That's right. But when they come out to serve, to join the working environment, everything changes. It's not about IQ, it's about emotional intelligence, which is EQ. How do you manage the emotions of people to make a difference? That is what school is not teaching them. And that is what we're trying to help them to do. So since you mentioned you are creating this specific training program on a social <laughs> media platform and a website, is it already done or is it still in process? And what kind of help are you looking for from people who are listening to us, for example? Okay, Victor, it's still in process. We've done, some, we started, like you rightly said, during the course of this interview, we started early last year, January. So we're still virgin, we're still new in a nonprofit space. So, but we've been able to go to schools and set up a module, a training program called Lead with Success Series, which we fashioned out from the cursive that I had with Jack Hanfield that wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. Right. So, yeah. So I, I, I read that uh, book. Yeah, many of them. Yeah. So we are fashion. We're using his principle of success series to help train those people. So we are training high schools. We are offering development in uh, professional bodies, youth programs, youth organizations. So, you know, we're still trying to get things done. But the help that we need most importantly is, you know, the West is advanced. Right. The West has gone so far. We back home here in Africa, we're still struggling. We're still virgin. We're still experimenting in education. So what I would love to do is to partner. Victor, I have this opportunity to travel back and forth because I was blessed and I am blessed to meet people that are away from my comfort zone, to attend programs, educational programs, away from my comfort zone in America, in Europe. So right. I am blessed to have that opportunity. Some people are not blessed to have that. So what I would look forward to is to partner with America, educational institutions here in the United States. And we have a kind of global tour 
where these young people from Africa can come over in an exchange program, learn new ways of doing things and come back and implement it. So right. that we can we can help each other. We can have a symbiotic relationship. So I am looking for alliances in education. I see, I see. Yeah. Well, that's that's really good, and it's right to the point. If people want to reach you, how can they do that? Well, I am available by email. They can reach me at hello at advancingyouthvoice.org. They can go to my website. My website is www.advancingyouthvoice.org. So they can go to my website and they can reach me there. And they can also reach me from the United States because I have an assistant, my director of volunteer program has got an admission, happens to be, of course, my sons, you know, with all that happened to me. Right, right. For my sons to have education in Michigan. So they are both in Wayne and Auckland community colleges. So they, uh, my director of volunteer program is also in the United States. I have a home there. So they can reach me on 248-906-6974. Great. 248-906-6974. Yeah, we're going to also list it, this information and we're going to put on all of the social media platforms so more people could see that. And it will be awesome on Mission Matters that through the whole platform of missionmatters.com, we work with many, many successful people. We also work with many educational institutions that I'm sure there will be some alliance it could be built, those bridges could be built. And I, at the end, I just want to say, God bless you. I feel like you definitely have a heart. And I, I feel like I'm talking to the very successful woman. And one day you will be right on the front of the many magazines that will say she started in 2021. And everything began with that surgery. That's you when you came to the United States in 2020 and have stuck here. But anyway, nevertheless, you turned into this successful program helping kids to achieve their dreams and building the future. And not only here in the United States, but also Africa, Nigeria. I think it's, it's very, very possible because there is right people are the leaders to be on the front. So at, I can tell one thing, guys, at the core of my guest belief, which is Carolyn belief, is that each of us is born with this unique talents and gifts. You could see that. And unshakable dreams, we need to become our highest selves and reach out most towering potential. That's what is Carolyn has been saying. So if you think, how can I add the quality to people's life? That is your opportunity today. And we heard so many opportunities, so many alliances that could be built. So I want to remind you, this is your time. This is your opportunity to partner with amazing people like Carolyn and her team. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Victor. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. 
We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mentors by Design podcast. This show is sponsored by Fine Designs. Learn more about how Fine Designs can supply apparel for your events at finedesigns.com.